Hey there and welcome to the show. I'm Jerry Ann Savelle and I'm so glad that you can join me today. If you're feeling stressed out or overwhelmed, then you've come to the right place because I believe that I have a word from you from God that's going to help you get through this. As a child of God, we should not be feeling hopeless. You know, Jesus came. Isaiah 61 says that he came. He was anointed to set the captives free, to heal the brokenhearted, to set at liberty them that are bruised. He's done all of these things for us. So as a child of God, we should not be hopeless. But you know, life comes, things happen, and we get off our faith. And when we start to go with our feelings and our emotions and the circumstances of life, then hopelessness can kind of creep in. And if you don't catch it, before too long, then a spirit of hopelessness has come on you. But I'm here to encourage you today that it's time to take that off and get in the Word and see what the Word says about your situation so that hope can rise inside of you, in your mind, your will, your emotions, and your spirit, and you can jump up and be excited about what God has planned for you and know that you know that you know that He'll get you through every situation in life. What I want to talk to you today about, one of the ways of overcoming hopelessness is in our mouth. What are we saying? What are we saying? When everything's great in life, it's easy to speak the blessings of God and how good God is. But when all hell has broke, through some, broke loose in your life, what are you saying? What's coming out of your mouth? You know, it's a good indicator What's coming out of your mouth will indicate where your faith level is. If you're talking the problem, talking the circumstances, then we know that we got to get your faith level back up, that you're speaking the word, you're quoting the word, and that you have hope that you're going to get through this situation. But oftentimes when we're going through things, we tend to let it slip out. And we talk to our friends and our family about all the things that we're going through and the struggles. But I'm telling you, it's time. Get in the Word and get your hope up. Psalms 39, David says, I will take heed and guard my ways that I may not sin with my tongue. I will muzzle my mouth. So you're going to have to get to a place that when you're going through things, you don't even talk about it. That people wouldn't even know you're going through stuff because you're not even talking about it. He said, I put a muzzle or I put a guard on my mouth. So that I'm careful what's coming out of my mouth. Your words have power. You, your words have power. You know that the word says that death and life are in the power of the tongue. And you're the only one that can control what's coming out of this mouth, your mouth, and you know that it has power. So are you speaking life over your situation or are you speaking death? Because you want to be speaking what the word says. And you know if you can't, Say anything nice, as they say, don't say it at all. Well, if you can't say the word, then don't say nothing. But let the word come out of you. So be careful, like David said, to guard your ways and not let sin come out of your tongue or negativity or despair or hopelessness, but that you put a guard over your mouth that you're speaking God's words. You can change the course of your life just by the words that you speak. It starts in your thought life and then it comes in your mouth and you can change your destiny 
by the words that you speak. You can speak life over the situation that you're in right now, but it's your choice and you've got to make a determined decision that nothing is going to come out of your mouth that does not line up with the Word of God. Proverbs 18.21, I said it, Death and life are in the power of the tongue. But the Passion Translation, it says, Your words are so weighty that they have power to bring life or release death. Wow, your words are so weighty. So it's so important that our words are speaking life over our situation. You know, in Job, we know the story of Job. This man went through a lot. I'm pretty sure most of us have never been through what that man went through. But it says in Job 6, you know, he got a revelation of his words and how powerful they were. And he says, teach me and I will hold my tongue. Cause me to understand wherein I've erred. How forceful are right words. So he knew that there was power in his words. But his circumstances began to take over and he felt completely hopeless. I kind of would too in his situation. But he had a promise from God that he was going to get through this. But he says in Job 7:11, he says, Therefore, see he's letting his circumstances take over. He's letting his mind wander. He's letting what's happened to him take over. And he says, Therefore, I will not restrain my mouth. I will speak in the anguish of my spirit. I will complain in the bitterness of my soul. He knew that his words have power, but he got so hopeless that he said, I don't even care. I'm not even going to restrain my mouth. I'm going to speak whatever I want to speak. But he couldn't have breakthrough in his life, and you can't have breakthrough in your life if you begin to just speak whatever you want to speak. You've got to have a controlled tongue, a disciplined mouth, that your mouth is speaking what the Word says. Again, if you can't speak the Word, then don't say anything. But the Word's got to be in there for it to come out. I say it all the time, this Word is priority. You have to have the Word in there for it to even come out. So it's so important that you're in the Word, in the Word every single day, so when the opportunity comes, the first thing that comes out of your mouth is the Word, not the problem. The promises of God, not the problem. Um, oftentimes, our, our mouth is our biggest problem. And the book of James tells us that the tongue is a small part of the body, but it carries great power. It carries great power. What is coming out of your mouth has great power in it. I want to read to you Psalms 42 from the Passion Translation. It says, um, this is David talking, he says, um, I speak over, he's going through a really hard time in his life and he's talking about the problems and he says, so I speak over my heartbroken soul. I say to my soul, take courage and remember. And he goes through all the things. He's remembering what God has done for him. But he said to himself, I speak over my soul. You speak over your mind, will, and emotions. He says, take courage and remember the goodness of God. And he goes through this whole list. And then it goes on to say, so then my soul, he's talking to himself. Why would you be depressed? Why would you sink into despair? Just keep hoping and waiting on God, your Savior. 
for no matter what, I will sing with praises. See, he's stirring himself up. He's making his soul come to attention and have hope and expectancy in his God. He says, yet I still remember you and I ponder the place. And he goes through a memory that he had with God. He says, all day long, God promises of love pour over me. Through the night, I sing his songs. For my prayer to God has become my life. He says, I will say to God, you are my mountain of strength. See, he's using his mouth. He's using his mouth to talk to his soul, to talk to his spirit and say, rise up and believe in the God that can get me through anything. Again, he says, so I say to my soul, don't be discouraged. Don't be disturbed for I know my God will break through for me. Then I will have plenty of reasons to praise him all over again. Yes, living before his face is my saving grace. So he's remembering, he's recalling, he's saying, he's singing, he's praising, he's praying. He's using his mouth to get himself out of that state of uh, just feeling like he's overwhelmed and he couldn't get through this situation. But he knew when he began to praise God with his mouth and when he remember, recall the things that God had done in his life, then hope arose and he knew he could get through anything and everything. And that's what I'm telling you today is use your mouth. Use your mouth. Begin to praise God right now, right smack in the middle of these circumstances. Begin to praise him. You know, sometimes I have to go look in the mirror. I mean, I go look in the mirror and I start talking to myself. No, Jerry, you're not a quitter. You're not a failure. You won't give up. And I begin making my soul know what my spirit man already says about me. But I make my soul go there and I have to open my mouth. But I'm telling you, nobody can do it for you. I can encourage you. I can challenge you today. But you're going to have to stand up and you're going to have to do it for yourself. Open your mouth. Begin to praise him. Begin to thank him for everything he's doing. Encourage yourself in the Lord. You're going to have to encourage yourself in the Lord. I want to read Psalms 95 to you. This is in a book called Psalms Now. I'm telling you, this book is so powerful. It's just the Psalms and it's written in everyday language. And it's just so incredibly powerful. And those times when I've just felt so discouraged, I just grab this and start reading the Psalms. And man, they will pick you up. Listen to Psalms 95. It says, let us begin this day with singing, whether we feel like it or not. Let us make glad sounds and force our tongues to articulate words of thanksgiving and praise. He says, whether I feel like it or not, that he's going to sing praises to God. He says, force our tongues. You're going to have to make yourself do this. When everything in you says, I have absolutely nothing going right in my life right now. I don't even know why I would be praising God when all hell is broke loose. Well, you know what? When you do that, you confuse the enemy. He thinks he's fired his best shot against you. And when you lift your hands and you open your mouth and you begin to praise God anyways, you praise him in the storm, you confuse your enemy. And you broke the power of that hopelessness off of you 
by opening your mouth and praising Him. This says, I will force my tongue whether I feel like it or not. And that's what I'm telling you today, whether you feel like it or not, get up. If you have to go get in the mirror, go get in the mirror and you start talking to yourself. And you call your name out and you say, nope, whatever you're going through, uh-uh, I'm not going through this. I have the God of hope. He gives me strength to get through all things. I can get through anything. I have the greater one living on the inside of me, and I can make it through anything. I want to read from my dad's book here, Free at Last from Oppression. It's part of our uh, package this week, but I want to read this to you. He says, um, You've got nothing to lose by praising God and everything to gain by doing it. So why not do it? It's amazing what happens in the spirit realm when a child of God who's going through a treacherous storm raises his hands to heaven and says, I praise you, Jesus. I worship you and I magnify you in my life. I worship you today. I thank you for turning the situation around. It confuses, like I just said, it confuses Satan more than anything. He expects you to put your head down, stay in the dark, lay in bed, cry all day. The last thing he expects you to do is raise your head, raise your hands towards heaven and praise God. So why don't you do it right now? Push pause right now. Stop me right now and lift your hands up and praise him and thank him for what he's doing in your life. And I tell you, hope arises when you do that. You can get through anything when you allow just to get in his presence and you allow God to just come over you and, and confirm to you that he's going to take care of everything that you're going through. You will praise him whether you feel like it or not. You've got to make that determination in your life that every day when you get up, I will praise him. Whether I feel like it or not, I will praise him. Hebrews 13, 15 in the Amplified, it says, Let us constantly and at all times offer up to God a sacrifice of praise. That's when you don't feel like doing it. You offer a sacrifice of praise, which is the fruit of the lips that thankfully acknowledge and confess and glorify his name. It has to be at times a sacrifice of praise, but he says constantly and at all times, and it's done with the fruit of your lips. It's, it's an offering to God. You know, you bring it to him. You're thankful, you're grateful, despite what you see all around you, because you know that God's gonna get you through anything and everything. My dad says that oppression and heaviness are the twin sons of hopelessness, oppression and heaviness. And if you're going through that right now, then it's time to step up in faith and shake that off. The Apostle Paul says, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, he has to say it again. And again, I say rejoice. So I'm telling you today, rejoice in the Lord. Get that oppression, get that heaviness off of you and rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say to you, rejoice. You know, people often wear hopelessness like a coat. You can see it on them. I mean, you can just see a heaviness on them. 
And you're going to, if you're in that place right now and you just wearing this heaviness and wearing this hopelessness all over you, you're going to have to see yourself taking off that hopelessness, taking off that oppression like a coat. Take it off and put on the garment of praise. You put on the garment of praise, you cover yourself, you surround yourself, you lift your hands with praise. And I tell you that oppression, that depression, it'll just fall off of you when you can lift your hands to God with your garment of praise. It works if you do it, but it takes discipline. It takes commitment. It takes a wanting to change more than anything. You've got to get serious about this and take that off and put on the garment of praise whether you feel like it or whether you don't. Use your mouth to praise God right now. Use your mouth to change the circumstances in your life. Again, there's power in your words. You have power in your words. And are you speaking death over this situation or are you speaking life? Take off that spirit of heaviness. Take it off right now. See yourself taking it off and put on the garment of praise. The Bible tells us that Jesus went about doing all, doing good and healing all that were oppressed. That was his job. He went around healing all that were oppressed. You know what? Jesus lives on the inside of you and he's already freed you from everything. He's healed you from a broken heart. If your heart is hurting right now, you have been hurt by somebody so bad and your heart feels like it's torn in a million pieces. Well, Jesus heals the brokenhearted. He can come into all those broken places and fix it and restore it and make your life better than it was before. He came to heal the brokenhearted. He sets the captives free. If you feel just bound and tormented right now, well, he's come. He already came. He's in you. He set you free. And tap into it right now. Again, lift your hands and thank him. Lord, you take this oppression off of me right now. You set me free. I am no longer bound and I am no longer captive to this. And you begin speaking to that thing and it has to go. It has to flee because there's power in the name of Jesus and there's power in your words. But again, you're going to have to open your mouth and you're going to have to do it. You know, it would be so easy if everything, could, we're a Christian and we think it just is all going to happen for us. But we're going to have to take a step of faith, use our faith, apply the word of God in every situation. It's going to be up to you to do this. But today, what I'm talking about is the power of your words. Get a revelation of that. Be cautious of the words that are coming out of your mouth. Listen to yourself in a 24-hour period. Are you talking the problem? Are you complaining? Are you on the phone talking to a friend about how bad it is? Listen to yourself. And then put a muzzle, put a guard over yourself of if it's not God words coming out, if it's not faith coming out. So I encourage you to listen to yourself and make adjustments that your mouth is lining up with what God's word says. He will come through for you in every situation. He will, he will, I promise you he will. But get your mouth lined up with what he says 
Again, I say this all the time. You can't get your mouth lined up with what he says if you don't know what he says. So you're going to have to get in there and find out what he says. You know, Matthew 11, 28, in the Amplified, he says, Come to me, all that are weary and overburdened. Jesus is saying to you right now, come to me. If you're overwhelmed, you're weary, you're overburdened, and you don't know what you're going to do, he tells us that he is the way, he is the truth, and he is the life. He has a plan for you. Don't let this situation that you're in make you only see right here. That's what the enemy does is want to bog you down so much in what you're in that you can't see the greater picture, that God has a plan and he will get you to the other side of this. If you stay in faith and you get your thought life lined up and you get your mouth lined up with the word of God, he will get you through every situation in your life. But it's going to take a determination in your heart and just get fighting mad at the devil. I'm telling you, that's what I did about nine years ago in my life. I got so tired of going around and around with weariness and feeling overwhelmed and stressed out at life. And I laid it at the feet of Jesus and I surrendered my will and I stopped trying to figure out life. And he just came through in a big way and I know that he'll come through for you. So let's take a break. We'll come back after this announcement in just a moment.
If you've ever felt lost, desperate, discouraged, inadequate, or hopeless, you can find your freedom today. In his three-CD teaching, Overcoming the Spirit of Hopelessness, Jerry Savelle teaches from the Word, showing that no matter what you're going through in your life or how hopeless it may seem, God always has a way of escape. You don't have to settle for hopelessness. In the book, Free at Last from Oppression, Jerry Savelle shares how you can remove torment, recover from pressure, regain lost hope, and restore your peace. Become intolerant with attacks and fed up with bondage. Claim your freedom from oppression. In the real and down-to-earth CD teaching, Becoming Free, Jerry Ann Savelle shares her story of hope, healing, and freedom. Hear how she put bad decisions behind her with a full reliance in Jesus. Now is your chance. Call or go online to jerrysavelle.org and request the Overcoming Hopelessness Package, including Overcoming the Spirit of Hopelessness, Free at Last from Oppression, and Becoming Free. Learn to overcome hopelessness and start trusting God for the victory. Welcome back. I hope that you'll go check out the new website. They've done a lot of new awesome things on there, so go check that out. Also, you can get the package that we're offering for this month, and this is Overcoming the Spirit of Hopelessness. This is three CDs that my dad did. You know, he's my favorite preacher. I think he's the best of the best, and I listen to him. Even though he's my dad, I still pop in his CDs when I'm feeling discouraged or stressed out or whatever I'm going through, I'll pop in a CD and I'm telling you, faith comes quickly. Put these in and hope will come quickly. Go ahead and order those. Also, it comes with a book, Free at Last from Oppression. It's just an awesome book with all kinds of confessions and, and prayers and scriptures in there and it will cause your hope to be um, restored. And then this is a CD that I did. It says um, It's on Becoming Free, and that's through Matthew 11. If you're interested in my ministry, you can go to jerryann.org and get more information there. So go to jerrysabelle.org to get this pa package. I want to read this awesome testimony to you. This is from one of our partners. It says, My prayers were answered, and I received a total miracle as Hurricane Matthew was forecast to hit my little beach house. She says she was believing God and she was standing on the word and she listened to dad's podcast, When Do I Believe I Receive When I Pray? She said she was confessing it and she had the word going. She said that the hurricane went right over. It didn't even touch her house. It didn't touch the area around her. She says her house was spared. She says her promises are true. And then she says, that's why we love being partners with you because the team was praying here for them. It's so exciting, you know, when you hook up with a ministry like this. There are people here that care, that are here for you, that want to pray with you. You can get online, you can call, and we're going to be here for you. So if you've ever considered being a partner with this ministry, I would tell you it's a good investment. It's a good thing. I'm not just his daughter, but I'm his partner because I believe in this ministry. So I hope that today you've got hope. And I hope that you'll come back next week as we finish up this series on overcoming hopelessness. You have an awesome day today and you be full of hope that the God of hope that lives down on the inside of you is gonna come through for you in such a big and real way and stir you up in Jesus' name. Have a great day. Next week you encouraged yourself and got your hope up and just knew that the God of hope was going to get you. Without hope, you have nothing. And yeah. Christ is our hope. I mean, mm -hmm. that's 
where your hope is. I mean, yeah. that's what you rest on is knowing that God is there. God will always be there. He will never leave you.